Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, welcome back. And like the man said, this is Bill Bullington. Here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. Uh, been here for an incredibly long time. Hard for me to believe, actually. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I, I thought we'd uh, spend today talking uh, about some of the basics. Um, you know, going back and reviewing the fundamentals, that's very important. Uh, it's tough to keep on your mind, especially when you're in the heat of battle. That's uh, one of the reasons that professional sports teams have coaches. The coaches, it's not like the professional athletes don't know what they're supposed to do. It's just that under the uh, stress of the competition, they may forget, and the coach is kind of there to remind them what they already know they're supposed to do. And uh, that's kind of what being a financial advisor is like. You know, you can go over this stuff, and, and most, of you, it's, most of it's not that complicated. Uh, the complicated stuff that arises, I'll talk about that in a little bit later in today's show, uh, but the complicated stuff can be Put in a more simple fashion, much more simple than you're going to read about in the newspapers or uh, on tele- things you'll see on television. And, and there's a reason for that. They they have to sell advertising. Uh, that's what pays all their bills. It's a huge industry. And if they told you what really mattered the most and that it's going to have uh, 95% of the influence over whatever it is, whatever topic it is that you're um, interested in, then you wouldn't be watching as closely. <laughs> and I, I think they're wrong, actually. I think that 5% of this stuff that you really need to know, that you really need to get down, it's like baking a loaf of bread. You get all the ingredients. Yes, it's important that you know what all the ingredients are. But man, you forget that little bit of yeast and you've got a flat bread. <laughs> Still bread, it's just not what you had expected. And uh, that that's kind of what financial services are like. It's it's hilarious. There are certain things. It they're very small in number relative to all the items that are out there you know, in personal finance. Just Google that sometime. Uh, but they're incredibly important. And without it, you know, it, it you're just not going to do well. And I'll even tell you what it is. I'm not going to keep you in suspense. Uh, it's literally. How much have you uh, do you need to live 
a, a lifestyle, comfortable lifestyle for you. And you take that number, you divide it by 4%. That's called the 4% rule. Um, well, first, before you do that, in fact, you should go out and check with Social Security to make sure that, uh, you know, they've caught everything and that you, you get a report. It's free. You can go online, just Google Social Security, go and set, a, set up an account. If you have a pension with the company that you work for, get an estimate of what that pension may pay out. Uh, and that's the money that you're not going to have to plan for because it's going to be provided by either Social Security or your pension. Pensions are a lot, well, I have, technically they have more risk than Social Security because Social Security is backed by the United States government. And the pension has a uh, guarantee fund behind it, but if the company messes up a lot, they can actually, you can get a pay cut in that. So that's a topic for another show. Uh, But anyway, you want to get your estimates on all the income that you have coming into you uh, that are guaranteed payment. Uh, Again, the guarantees on a pension are not quite as good as a guarantee from a government agency. So you might want to take that into account. But once you get that number, uh, and it's going to be, typically it's less than what you're making on an annual basis. And most people are going to need somewhere between 70 and 80% of their pre-retirement income when they retire. So what do I mean by that? Well, if you were making $100,000, you're going to need somewhere between seventy dollars and $80,000 a year in retirement. Why is it less? Well, because you won't be going to work. Um, and, and by the way, it's all over the map. But you won't be going to work. You won't be buying uh, things for work, paying for lunches. Also, you're not going to be putting money into your 401k plans in your retirement. You're not going to be contributing to those anymore. So that saves you some money too. You add all that up and typically you need somewhere between 75 and 80% just to match the current lifestyle that you have today. Now, if this is going too fast, and I'm pretty sure it is, especially if you're driving, don't don't try to write this down. <laughs> you can go to my website and you can download this um, as a podcast. And you could call me and I can go over it. I've been doing this for so long. I can literally do a retirement plan. I think it's pretty funny. Ken Fisher says, you know, the 15-minute retirement plan. Well, I, man, he must be slowing down. He's, he's a lot older than I am. <laughs> because literally, if you can't do this in about 10 or 15 seconds, you haven't been doing this long enough. You know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my feeling anyway. So if you tell me uh, how much money you need at age 65, I can tell you in literally 15 seconds how much money you need to have saved to supplement your other sources of income. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Everybody has a different risk tolerance. What is a risk tolerance? Well, if I uh, have a portfolio and it's out there in front of me, uh, I'm looking at it, and let's say, you know, the stock market goes down percent and mine goes down 7%. I am probably somewhere around 70% invested, if that makes sense, in stock funds. Okay, probably. Uh, do I feel bad about being down since Yeah, I don't want to, don't, probably don't feel good about it. But am I losing sleep over it? Me? Probably not. You know, actually, I'm not losing sleep until I'm down over 40%. And that's how I'm running mine. Like, I have a, decline tolerance. I'm down 40%. I expected that to happen. 
it's not going to have an impact on my lifestyle. And uh, so I can put up with that. And uh, that's basically how we set our risk tolerances. And I'm so excited because this is the first year, every year I've been monitoring the most popular financial planning software packages that advisors use. And this is the first year that they have come around and they're using something very, very similar to what I am, to what I've always been talking about on this show. Imagine, you know, this is your assets. If you're 100% invested in stocks, you can be down 50%. The stock market's been down more than 50% four times in my lifetime, and I am not that old. (laughs) And by the way, when it goes down like that, it takes a long time to come back. Or can't it, it takes a long time to come back. So, and you can't avoid it, by the way. Well, you can avoid it. You can stay out of the market. Most people think they're going to stay out of the market during bad times because it's obviously easy to see that coming and they're going to get out and then get back in. No, you won't do that. I've never met a single solitary soul that can show me statements that tell that shows me where they're getting in, where they're getting out. So the alternative, the, the only viable alternative as far as I'm concern is you have to think really hard to yourself. Ask yourself, how much am I willing to be down on this? And by the way, both Warren Buffett and Peter Lynch, a guy hardly anybody remembers anymore. Uh, He just was the number one mutual fund manager of all time. He holds the record for highest returns over the life, over the time that he managed Magellan Fund. It was 13 years uh, and he managed close to 30% a year. That's mind boggling. By the way, half the people 50, more than 50% of the people in the fund lost money while he was managing it because you don't get those types of returns uh, with low risk. That does not happen. That that only happens on Facebook ads. <laughs> yeah. uh, so his fund was very volatile, and only the people that got in and stayed in and stuck it out were the ones that got the returns. And it was literally less than half less than half the investors. So it sounds easy when I'm talking about it. Here's your asset. Imagine that they're cut in half. Are you still sleeping at night? If you're not, we can't put 100% of your assets in stocks because if they ever do. By the way, there's nothing saying they can't go down lower than uh, more than 50%. They did in the 1930s. I think the uh, from the peak to trough was 85%. So. Uh, how do you manage that risk? And then that's going to that's going to be the key towards a, sex, a successful retirement. It's not budgeting for the trip uh, of a lifetime that you and your spouse or your family are going to take on a you know, ocean voyage that, that lasts a year. Very few people can afford to do that, and a lot of the ones that can afford to do that, they're not going to do it anyway. Because that's how they got the ability to be able to afford by doing that is by not doing it, <laughs> and uh, it's a uh, it's a very different reality uh, over the you know over my lifetime. You read about a lot of these things, you know, people taking the trips. I'm going to finally I'm going to get my Lamborghini, park it in my garage during retirement, and they, oh, you know, it's, I don't know. It's uh, they pump your head full of stuff. And, and I got to tell you, just to be able to let, let's see your number comes back 
at 40,000 bucks. I need $40,000 to supplement my security and my pension to be able to reach that magic number of 80% of my income before I retired. And uh, incidentally, that's all over the map too. That's for people who have had to work a job, uh, who have worked for other people. If you're an Trump uh, entrepreneur, then you've, like me, your income is all over the map. <clears throat> my income is tied to the assets that I manage. And so it's down uh, fairly significantly uh, because the, the stock market's down fairly significantly. And when my client's accounts go down in value, I get paid less. When they go up, I get a raise, which is great. That means that my interests and your interests are perfectly aligned. You do better, so do I. You do worse, so do I. And uh, <clears throat> you got to have the. Uh, you just have to understand that that's kind of the way it works. Um, you're not going to be able to avoid the big declines. Uh, you can cushion them, uh, and how you cushion them is going to go back to that question. How much risk can you afford to take? Uh, or how much risk do you want to take? By the way, those two things are not always the same. Another reason to talk to an advisor, sometimes it helps just to talk it out. And yeah. uh, I mean, go through the, look at the graphs, look at the markets, look at the funds that you're talking about investing in and how they've done over the past you know, 10, 15, 20 years. What are their increases? What are the decreases? Yeah, do you think you can make it? Uh, is the uh, how much are you actually going to have to spend in retirement? Is that going to be any different than what it is today? So, yeah, there's a lot to talk about, but in the end, it still comes down to some pretty simple things. How much money do you have? Multiply it by 4%. Is that going to be enough to be able to help you keep your lifestyle? If not, then you've got some uh, tough choices to make. You can cut back on the lifestyle. Uh, you can increase... Uh, you're working. By the way, I can't. I can't wait until I can afford to go work at Lowe's. <laughs> I know everybody thinks I'm, I'm kidding when I say that, and I'm kind of kidding. Uh, but yeah, when I can afford to go work at Lowe's, <laughs> then uh, I'm going. My uh, my dad was a carpenter, and uh, he used to talk about sawdust getting in your veins, you know, getting your bloodstream. Uh, what he meant was you can get hooked on that um, vocation. And I was, I, I was right. I worked with them for a couple of years after I got out of school, but you know what? I just felt like I can't make, I, I just can't make enough money this way. And, uh, when he had me on the job, by the way, he was always taking these jobs that he would have never taken by himself because he couldn't lift that material up on those roofs. <laughs> that was my job. <laughs> so I just saw the writing on the wall. That was never going to change. But, uh, but I did, I really liked it and I just didn't feel like I could, uh, do that well in that um, industry. And I had, uh, uh, long story short, I wanted to be a pilot from the time I was a little kid. I got an aviator slot in the Marine Corps, uh, went through Officer Canada School, in, or was going to, through Officer Canada School, got appendicitis, had my appendix removed two days before I had to report to Quantico. That's where they do the officer training for um, Marine Corps, or did at that time. And, um, so I, I, I couldn't fake, pass the physical because I still had stitches in my abdomen. Shot that dream <laughs> all the way. And uh, that's why I ended up uh, working with Dad. I just had to uh, come back, do something. And I didn't work with him that long. Uh, 
during that period, uh, I'd work with them off and on every summer. And uh, a few months after school was out, before I had to go to, anyway, long story short, uh, I have done a lot of that stuff. And I think it's a, uh, I think it's really interesting. People in those fields, they basically, um, you know, if you're a contractor or a subcontractor, you don't know what your income's going to be. You're going to have to figure out how much you think you think could live on comfortably. And then how much are you going to get from Social Security? You can take that away from that other number. All these numbers, by the way, have to be adjusted for inflation. When you go to Social Security Administration, they'll give you an estimate of what you're going to get. And most of your pensions are going to give you an estimate of what you get in today's dollars. Uh, they don't know what the future is going to hold for inflation. And most of, most of them are going to adjust for inflation down the road. And I was just uh, notified. I've got uh, just about 40 seconds before I have to take a real quick commercial break. So if you'd uh, like to call in, 216-901-0945. I'm actually broadcasting live today. And uh, this is Bill Bullington, and I'll be right back after these commercial messages. A thousand generations falling down in worship to sing the song of ages to the Lamb. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The Parkinson's Foundation knows that the disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. If you have questions, the Parkinson's Foundation has answers. We can help you understand the disease. And give you tips for living a better life. Find your answers at Parkinson.org or call 1-800-473-4636. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better lives together. Charlie Kirk wants excellence. I want the conservative movement to pursue excellence. I want our movement to be the best. And when someone is not performing at their best, I get saddened and disappointed over it. I want President Trump, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence. I want them to be running the best campaigns they can. I think it makes us more prepared to beat the Democrats. The Charlie Kirk Show, weekdays at noon, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 1420. The Answer. And Odyssey. Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook, Vacation Fixation. 
Is it finally time to update your bathroom? Bath Planet, a division of Joyce Factory Direct, specializes in replacing and converting old showers and tubs into new beautiful bathrooms in as little as one day. We have transformed thousands of bathrooms just like yours into a spa-like oasis that has homeowners excited to use their new bathtub or shower. Right now, all bath installations are 50% off. So call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing. 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. Hey, this is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. If you hear something you'd like more information on, uh, or you'd just like to set up a call and talk about your own situation, uh, you can call me at 330-664-0700. And uh, by the way, this is how I speak all the time with everyone. So uh, if you don't like what I'm saying now, don't call. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But <laughs> Actually, kind of. Uh, but anyway, somebody was um, asking me why I would like to work at uh, Lowe's. Well, I can't afford to work there now. <laughs> it just doesn't pay enough. But uh, when your father's a carpenter and you're working and you've spent a lot of time doing a lot of stuff, and uh, again, I, he used to say you'd get sawdust in your veins, and uh, basically you just uh, became uh, enamored with it a little bit. It, it's amazing how much that industry has changed. It's changed as much as mine has over the years, all the tools and stuff that you have. That, that That's the thing about a, a job uh, in whether it's carpentry or it's financial planning. The right tools make all the difference. It's unbelievable how making or how tools can affect the outcome. So you just want to make sure you've got the tools that are up to date. Um, for us, that was uh, nail guns were a big thing. It really set up the process of, of building stuff, and um, the original tools were really kind of bulky and difficult to deal with, and then they just got better and better. Now I see people using them all the time, but uh, uh, I feel that kind of that way about the stock market. Tools have gotten a lot better over the years, and uh, now it's not as difficult to um, find the right products as uh well, with a lot less work. And as I'm saying that, you know, there's a product that I used a lot. It's called uh, TC2000, and it's a stock scanner. Uh, I'm not advocating for most people to do stocks, especially if you're a retiree. Individual stocks, I mean, if you want to buy and hold a few, that that's fine. Uh, and I'm going to go back out and find that little booklet I published a long time ago. To And I'm going to actually I'm going to rewrite it. Uh, it, it's really the size of an essay. And those are the most important things that are going to have an impact on the stock's value and the company's value in the long run. And the idea is that you want to get stocks whose value will be higher in the future. Incidentally, that's incredibly difficult to get right. But those companies that have a tendency, like the Procter's and Gambles of the world and the Clorox and Hershey's, they have a tendency to have certain things in common. And uh, that that's going to be an entire show by itself one day. So uh, when you uh, have these ideas and you've got the right tools, uh, it makes the job a lot easier. It's never a cakewalk. 
I mean, I don't know anything in life that's cakewalk. And it's one of the reasons, again, you just want to have things really simple. You know, with my dad, we used to build an entire garage, 16 feet by 24 feet. Uh, reverse gable, if you know what that is, doesn't matter. If you don't, it's a uh, two-car garage, and it would have a roof on it, a normal roof. There were some roofs that were flat and shattered. Uh, let me just skip all that, just so it had a normal roof on it. And three of us could go out and build that from scratch in a day. And there were... N- None of the materials were pre-cut. Um, you know, there were, the walls weren't pre-made. We weren't putting up uh, pre-made rafters. Everything was cut by hand. We nailed everything by hand. Uh, when the nail guns came in, we actually started getting off early. <laughs> but uh, the bottom line was we had done that so many times. It was uh, kind of like factory work. This is... Nobody even talked. I, I laughed one time because somebody... We were building a, a garage for some family, and the guy comes out and says, uh, man, uh, you guys are pretty fast. I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. And uh, he goes, but you don't talk to each other. And I, it just dawned on me that we didn't need to talk to each other because we knew exactly what the other person was doing, what was going to be done next. And when you finished with whatever you were doing, you looked up, knew what the next task was, and you just started working on it. And uh, <laughs> that's how you want to get with your financial plan. I'm telling you, it's not that difficult. Yeah. Sometimes it can be difficult, but the vast majority of the time, it's not that difficult. And and where the difficulties come in, uh, it's not should you do this or should you do that. It's, okay, I've got a situation here uh, that's kind of complicated. I need to put some money aside for this person or uh, this charity. And uh, I just need to know what the best way to do that is. Or I've been married more than once and I have uh, four kids. How do I set that up? Well, those there's no one right way to do that. There are lots of ways of getting it done. But there's no one right way to do that. And uh, so you're going to have to... Those are tough conversations because you have to make decisions that are based on emotional... uh, you know, how do you feel uh, instead of what's going to net the most amount of money? Okay, And uh, uh, there's not always the right answer for that. And that's one of the reasons financial advisors, I think, will probably, even in the uh, robotic age of uh, investment management, will probably always have a job because, uh, well, at least for the next 10 years, <laughs> it might get better. They might get better and, and start rolling that stuff out, but why the the uh, time that happens, I will probably be retired uh, if I ever retire. I don't know why I'd want to. Can uh, I can always cut my hours down and take a part time job at Lowe's to stay busy? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's really important to stay busy. Stay busy when you get to retirement age. You've got to find things to do, things to take up your time, uh, because you're going to end up having a lot more time than you probably thought you would uh, in most cases. So there's a, uh, uh, a monetary side of financial planning, and then there's a personal side. Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, I, Quite frankly, I like my job so much, I, I just don't think I'll ever quit. It's a uh, fact. It's, it's more challenging today than it was 10 years ago. You should see how much faster laws change. 
That is mind-boggling. And uh, every day, there's something happening. You know, you, how are you going to qualify? If you've got kids and they're going to college and there are student loans out there, they keep up. Uh, oh, for I don't know, the last two years, they kept talking about uh, giving relief to kids and parents over student loans. And they keep you know, making changes and coming back out with it again. And as far as I know, it hasn't been finalized, so I will uh, look that up for next week's show. But in my industry, something's always changing. And, uh, I mean, it's crazy. And I get it. When you are a, um, super, well, relatively small, I think we're roughly 5% of the world's population here, and somewhere around that number. Uh, lives in America, but 30% of the lawyers live here. <laughs> that means that they've got to keep finding things to do. And uh, so we get legislation that changes fairly frequently. It's uh, called job protection. <laughs> yeah, I'm not real fond of it, but that's okay. That's just the way it is. That's the way it goes. You know, we've got a lot to be thankful for in this country. I mean, a lot. And mind-boggling, and it does run really well, but I am getting off subject again. Oh, by the way, on the fixed income side, you know, stocks, bonds, cash, uh, I'm going to have to start saying stocks, fixed income, cash, because on the fixed income side, you can buy bonds, but bond prices move a lot, and a lot more than they used to. And uh, it's not just interest rates anymore that make bond prices go up or down. In the old days, you know, if they started to raise interest rates, oh, bond prices are going to drop. Yeah, okay, good. Now it's like, okay, bond prices dropped. Why did they drop? Well, because somebody's anticipating that something's going to happen in the economy, and then they're going to move interest rates. So they're a lot more volatile than they used to be, or that than I remember them being 20, 15, 20 years ago. And uh, so you got to be careful with that. Uh, it's very, it can be very unnerving. You put money in a aggregate bond index, like the one from Vanguard that was typically, it's like the S&P of bond funds. And that thing is down huge over the last three years, three years in a row. I mean, it's coming back now a little bit, just a little. And uh, But you don't expect that. So that's one of the other things that you as advisors out there, if you're not, a lot of the advisors haven't been around to see a lot of movements in interest rates because they're just too young. And uh, they've never really thought about it too much. And all they really looked at was the current yield and um, you know, how attractive that whatever it sounded. See, you can put government securities in the name of a fund and it sounds really good, government securities. And then you get the ones with the highest yield. And by the way, Government securities move as much as regular securities do. So the risk, uh, interest rate risk on them is extremely high. That means if interest rates go up, their prices are going to go down, which they do quite a bit. And if you don't know that, well, it, it's really a tough way to learn it by having your money invested that way because you may not make that money back for a couple decades. You know, that's that's crazy. Who wants to do that? Anyway, then that's one of the reasons when you get closer to retirement, you might, you really might want to consider looking at fixed or fixed indexed annuities because they're offering higher interest rates with guaranteed principal. The guarantee only is, is only as good as the insurance company. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're doing everything you can to, to find good insurance companies. 
because oftentimes, just like everything else, if, if a company is small, an insurance company is small, and nobody really knows a lot about them, uh, one of the easiest ways to get more business is to be able to offer higher interest rates. Well, when you're doing that, you're subjecting your company to risk. Uh, maybe you'll make it. You know, I hope they all make it. But, uh, but anyway, it's just a really important thing, and, and I generally won't use a company unless it's rated A-plus by AMBEST, and that's not a guarantee either. That's just a minimum for me, and I have to be familiar with it. And uh, I've got a couple that I really like a lot uh, because they're very highly rated, and they've been around for a long time. And the interest rates are generally you know, 1 to 1.5% higher than the highest CD rate, but if you're not spending it, it's tax deferred. You won't have to pay taxes on it until you start to take it out. And even then, there are some techniques you can use to reduce the amount of taxable income that you're going to get uh, when you do start to take income from it. So that's about uh, all I'm going to say about that. Generally, it's tax deferred. Generally, the interest rates are higher than what you can get in CDs or treasuries um, in those two reasons alone. Oh, and they're guaranteed. So those three reasons are the reasons to take a look at that. And uh, again, like I said, normally you're going to see somewhere between 1%, 1.5% higher than you will in a CD, though not always. It's not always that way. But um, that's one of the reasons people have a tendency to like them. They do have higher guarantees uh in a lot of cases, and the fact that they're tax deferred, you don't get a sales charge up front. You got to be careful because a lot of them have penalties if you take the money out too soon. Most of the ones that I use have a eight or nine year, where if you took it out the first year, you might get a you could get as high. I think the the worst one's a nine percent. So let's say you put your money in there, um, and the stock market crashed. Well. That was a fixed annuity, so it, you're not participating in the market in that one. Uh, and you decided that you were so scared you were going to take your money out of everything and, and go stick it under your mattress. Well, you might have an 8 or 9% penalty to pay, but it wouldn't be a 50% drop or a 20 or 30% drop the way that the stock market was. And if you left it alone, nothing happens. I mean, you just continue to collect the interest on it and just let it go. If you wanted to take... Uh, they also have uh, early withdrawals without penalties. So most of them, the most common one is 10%. So if you needed some extra cash, you could take up to 10% of that without paying a penalty on that. Uh, if some of it's going to be subject to taxes, and uh, that depends on how much you put in, how long it was in there. There's a bunch of stuff, which is uh, one of the reasons you might want to talk to an advisor when you do this kind of stuff, because uh, if you think you're going to need to take out a, a chunk of cash at some point in time, you're going to want to plan for that uh, ahead of time. And uh, it's almost never the things that actually happen. It's the things that happen that weren't expected that get up, you know, make people upset. So those are a pretty complicated product. Um, they can't, they do have some simple ones, but a lot of the ones that have the better, bigger benefits are oftentimes a little bit more complicated. So, if you're if you think that something that's paying a fixed or guaranteed rate of return that's typically higher than what CDs or treasury bonds are, um, they're tax deferred. There are uh, when you start to take money out of it, 
you can kind of control the amount of uh, income. Well, you can absolutely control what you're taking out of it, but the um, you might get some tax breaks on that end too. So it's all uh, um, it's one of the reasons you might want to talk to somebody who deals with this that's been dealing with it for a long time. And uh, I will tell you, there are a lot of people that come into the industry, um, come into the industry and start selling product before they actually know, you know, what they're selling. So it's, it's, it's tough. It takes a long time, you know, as a, uh, um, somebody who's been doing it for a long time, whenever they're making changes to new products, it's, some of them are significant and, uh, and they're always changing. So, but just, it goes back to what I was talking about earlier. It's right. Got to try to simplify it. What is this for? Um, why do you want to have it? For for me, I have one. Uh, actually, I have two of them. But the uh, uh, I want to make sure that when I hit that full Social Security age, I'm taking it, and I'm going to keep working. Because I'm not going to get... By the time I get there, it's probably going to be 70. <laughs> but, but, yeah, especially the way they're going with that. <laughs> I don't know about the government, man. But uh, at 67, I'm able to take full Social Security. Everybody is so today. Uh, you can take it without getting penalized. Uh, yes, it does. It does go up if you don't take it. But I figure at that point, I'm just going to take the money and reinvest it. I'll just invest that money and uh, uh, you know leave that as the uh, uh, just part of my investment portfolio. But I heard I only had about 60 seconds before I have to take a real quick commercial break. So if you hear anything and you'd like to talk about it. Uh, feel free to give me a call. And my website has my phone number, which is 330-664-0700. I do, that does go right through to my cell phone (laughs) uh, uh, most of the time. And if it doesn't, it's because I've got my phone turned off or it's recharging or something. But uh, you can go to bullingtoncapital.com. You can also reach out there. Just go to my website. Say hey, you know, I'd like to uh, like to talk to you about this. I have a uh, situation, and uh, you know, I'll give you a call back. I hear the music. That means I got to take a quick commercial break. The Bill Bullington right here on fourteen twenty. I'll be right back. When I think my faith isn't big enough to make this mountain move, when my strength's finally given up, I've done all I can do. We call it the fairy godmother moment. That moment when we've fixed your problem, cleaned up to apple pie order, and are heading out the door. Why? Because we're not the hero of this story. You are. We're just privileged with the chance to come on the scene when you need us, while could doodle your problem away, and leave you to attend the ball. That's the fairy godmother moment. Except, we want to do one more thing before waving goodbye. Give the important parts of your plumbing a flyby once over, ensuring your emergency water shutoffs are working, checking the age, safety, and condition of your water heater, and verifying your water pressure is not too high or low. We want to leave you with peace of mind that your plumbing system is good to go. So when you're feeling the glow of why it works fairy godmother moment and our straight talk and do it right plumber asks to do a flyby, now you know why. Because you're the main character. And we want the rest of your movie to be as trouble-free as possible. Consider it done at whyitworks.com. 
No doubt about it, we're spending more time at home, which is the perfect time to make it more functional and beautiful. Hi, Ed Flash Ferentz here for Artistic Renovations, Northeast Ohio's premier and award-winning remodeler. Artistic did a fantastic job with our kitchen in 2016, and last year, they were back for the master bath. Oh, my word. Do yourself a favor and go to ArtisticReno.com. Believe me, you'll love their ideas and without question the finished product. For a virtual consultation, call 216-520-0838 or visit ArtisticReno.com. You've heard the saying, all good things come to an end. Well, not always. Sometimes they just take a break. That's what's happening with our Lady of the Wayside's car donation program after 24 years and 96,000 rides donated. Pretty amazing. Here's the story. The car lot's owner sold the property, making it impossible for car donations to be accepted at this time. According to the Wayside CEO, Terry Davis, the next right steps will be determined and communicated soon. So stay tuned. In the meantime, Terry and the entire team at the Wayside thank you for your continued support of the 450 individuals with developmental disabilities in the Wayside's care. And please take note, you can still support them by making a donation at thewayside.org. Thinking about updating your home? Well, Joyce Factory Direct specializes in replacing old, outdated windows. Proudly made right here in Cleveland, Joyce Windows features their exclusive Smart Shield high-performance glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy-efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers just love how much warmer their house is and how easy their new windows operate and clean. Right now, you can save 50% on all installations. Just call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing, 440-243-5700, or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. I saw mercy, mercy seated where the judge should be was given. And we're back. Hey, this is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. Uh, if you'd like to set up a phone conversation or you'd like to come into the office, there's no charge for that. I would gladly help you uh, look over your stuff. Like I was talking about earlier today, when you've been doing this for as long as I have, um, it literally takes me about you know, less than five minutes to figure out how much money you need to maintain your lifestyle and what kind of uh, investment portfolio you should have. So, and uh, by the way, we're not a uh, low-pressure firm. We are we are a no-pressure firm. So uh, the way that I am right now is the way I am all the time. So if you don't like me now, you're not going to like me later either. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, kind of. Um, anyway, I promised these guys, a bunch of my clients, that I would take the last 15 minutes of each show and talk about stocks. Because they remember days when, you know, that was the major focus of my business. And uh, that's uh, what they're interested in. So the last 15 minutes, I'm going to hear, I'm going to sit and talk about stocks. Uh, individual stocks. Now, the way that I like to do stocks is there were some uh, money managers that were around back in the day, and they were technicians. What's a technician? Technician is someone who looks for price pattern movement and uh, tries to tries to identify price pattern. And by that, I mean stock is doing something. I'll give you an example. Quad Graphics. It's the very first stock on the scan today. It made the scan. So the criteria of the scan is is that the stock in the past 90 days has been going up, and it's in the top 20% of all stocks. 
as far as how much it's been going up over the last three months or last 90 days. And today it's got to close at a new 30-day high and the the volume's got to be above average volume. So that's that's basically it. Now, there are some other patterns that I don't put into the scan because you can't, if you put too many criteria on, you're going to block a lot of stocks. It's impossible. In other words, impossible to get uh, too granular without eliminating almost all stocks. So part of it, you still have to do this by hand, uh, just going through and looking at the stocks that make the initial screen because there were 30, uh, 36 stocks that made the screen on Friday. Uh, or yesterday. And the first one is the one I was talking about. It's quad graphics. And I look at this uh, from a technician who's, you know, has been doing this for years. And uh, to me, it looks pretty good. It's got more than one thing going for it. Having said that, this is what's really tough to teach people who don't trade. And by the way, this is, uh, um, I had a client that just passed away. And his name was Albert Asiak. He was the nicest guy. And he was the one that I showed this to. We were doing this when he first started investing with me over 20 years ago. And, uh, boy, I'm going to miss him like crazy. And he was just a most laid-back, nice person, uh, understood this process. And, uh, boy, when, when I was younger, it actually worked a lot better back then, by the way. <laughs> it still works. And it worked well, but it's not as uh it's not as productive as it used to be. Uh, let me put it that way. And uh but boy we got we hit a couple big home runs and he already uh always remembered that and just super nice guy. So anyway. Um quad graphics, Q U A D is the uh, symbol and it closed at five dollars and ten cents. By the way, everybody loves. Most people love the cheap stocks because they can buy a whole bunch of them. What they don't realize is that that stock only has to drop by fifty cents, fifty cents, and it's going to be down ten percent. <laughs> so uh, cheap stocks have a uh, their own challenges. Uh, but for me, it's it's kind of a classic looking pattern. Uh, will it go or not? I don't know. You know when you're doing. When you're doing this, this is trend following. That's what it would be called from uh, old technicians who actually understand that. And uh, see, it's it's not as popular popular as it used to be. There were people that got really, really, really rich doing this back in the uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Um, in uh, oh, my mind's going on me in commodities, actually. The John Henry, the guy that owns Boston Red Sox, he, he's the guy, he did this. And he never went to college, by the way. He started trading using these techniques when he was 17 years old. Uh, his dad was a floor broker, I think, in uh, one of the major commodities exchanges. And he learned this little methodology. And uh, let me tell you something, you're doing that in, in commodities, the uh, average swing for the account, you, you can't, you just can't look at it. It, it goes up and down so much. But uh, with stocks, it's a little easier. Not a lot. Um, but if, if a stock is going to make a big move over a relatively short time period, it's going to show up on one of these scans multiple times. So if you miss it the first time, 
you know, maybe you catch the, the third move. It's going to be higher than it was the first two times it came up, but so what? And uh, this is something to do if if you just really like doing it. It requires an enormous amount of discipline. And next time we do a seminar, I'll uh, I'll bring this stuff up, and and I'm, I'll probably write it uh, a little book again. That's that's very difficult for me to do because I'm so critical of, of my own writing. But when I see what I'm seeing here, uh, that's kind of what gets me excited. I, I haven't seen scans like these in a really long time. There's a company called uh, Alamira Sciences. It's in the healthcare sector. It says drug manufacturer. I didn't even bother looking it up. It's also under ten bucks. It's three dollars and seventy-five cents. Uh, it's got a uh, a, a good-looking chart. The uh, three dollars and seventy-five cents was a thirty-day new high. The average daily volume it was actually, or the volume rather, had increased over the past three days. That's that's a good sign. It closed in the top twenty-five percent of the day. That's a good sign. Uh, and I just like the way that the chart looks. If any of you guys remember William O'Neill and the uh, cup and the handle pattern, um, uh, he was describing uh, a breakout uh, that there's so many different definitions. I, I won't bother you with it. But anyway, it would also qualify under that. And a Boise Cascade, I'm not a huge fan of Boise. It's a big old company in there in the lumber and wood production. But and this thing's been popping up. It, it, it came up on the scan initially. Let's see, what date is that? Uh, 5-5-23, so May 5th. It's up 41% since then, and that, that's a big company to move the share price that far over that short of a time period, and it it would still be in it. And it, actually, it came up again today, and the sales ratio on that thing is 0.33. If you listen to my show for any length of time, you've probably heard me mention price-to-sales ratio before. And uh, um, so 0.33 is pretty low. It's not low for the industry that that company is in. Actually, no, it is. It's still it's low for the industry that they're in. But uh, as a rule, companies in the uh, paper, wood, and pulp, and all that kind of stuff, they're, they generally don't have really high valuation. And, uh, again, I'll start to work on some of these essays because, like everything else, I try to boil this down to just the most important and the things that you cannot do without. Okay? If you can't, if there's something that you should be doing when you're investing, you, you got to leave it in. You can't pick and choose which ones, which, which uh, ideologies or uh, characteristics that, that ones that you like and you're going to ignore all the others. Now, you got to figure out which ones are most important and do not leave them out, no matter how much you like or dislike. Because this is your money. It has no, your money, uh, the rules, financial rules, don't care if they hurt your feelings. <laughs> you you have to learn not to pay attention to your feelings. I see people do that, although I don't want to invest in that company. I read the CEO did this. or You know what? If the company, by the way, uh those companies are so highly regulated. If that CEO does something and gets them and it's not above board, he's going to get called out on it. And it's going to happen. It doesn't matter. So uh, if it meets all the other criteria, then uh, maybe it would help to include that. That's one of the things I like about exchange-traded funds. They're mainly 
financial criteria, if the company's meeting all the requirements. And now there are some that will take ideologies and add it to the the financial criteria. They're called ESG funds. But we'll have to wait until we're talking about funds again next week to go into that in more detail. In the meantime, if these companies like Boise Cascade came up, uh, the first time it came up was in May, and I just, it's already up 45%. That's a huge move for a company like that. Anyway, uh, Thor Industries, I think uh, you got to do that one just because the uh, the name Thor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was a big Marvel Comics fan when I was a, growing up. And when that company came public, I was looking at the profit margins on the securities uh, uh, offering that they filed with the SEC. I had no idea how profitable comic books were. And the main reason that I was looking at Marvel back in those days, and by the way, it came up on the scan multiple times uh, during its lifetime. It got bought out by Disney, by the way. You can't invest in it directly anymore. But um, I remember uh, Wesley Snipes was in one of those... Um, uh, shoot. It was it was a, a vampire, and uh, I can't believe I can't even remember his name. Anyway, I... I remember seeing this and thinking, uh, that's funny. And, uh, oh, wait a minute, that's Marvel. And that movie grossed like $1.3 billion. This is way back in the day. Anyway, that gave me a clue. I don't have much time here, and I apologize. I will try to get to more. By the way, Amazon came up on the scan. So if you're interested in that, if you've ever liked that stock, uh, the last one I'll point out is Live Nation Entertainment, symbol is LYV. And I hear the music. I got to go. This is Bill Bullington. Have a good weekend, everybody. Good luck. Good investing. just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC.